some of her new challenges with yep. us as a mom. Come on, Bri- um, Brianna, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Brianna Wilson, and I'm Brittany's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brianna. So thank you for coming today. Um, we're excited for you to share some of your new stuff as a mom mm-hmm. to us. So um, how, are, how are you? Um, I'm fine. Um, I'm gonna say this. It's not as hard as people made it seem. It is hard. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest part about it is that I don't like everything is about her. I can't. I can't do simple things like go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you know, I have to make sure that she's okay and things like that. But like other than that, like the birth was easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad at all. Like like the postpartum. Postpartum thing, sorry, I'm not sure. Yeah, post, postpartum. Yeah, um, that is complicated. Mm-hmm. That was a more complicated than anything. Well, how is it complicated? Because, like, see, I don't, I, I never experienced it, but mm-hmm. it just makes me feel very defeated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it is, it's kind of hard to explain. But mm-hmm. that's the most complicated part of it all. And now I realize that it's just like, Something I have to, it's a challenge, mm-hmm. but it's it's just something that I have to like. Well, I do have to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's something that you gotta learn to cope with. Yeah. yeah, you need outlets, you need a whole bunch of support, and you just need to basically just take it one day at a time. Because I mean, that's that is the most difficult part of um, you know new moms and reoccurring moms, you know, because every pregnancy is different when women have multiple pregnancies and stuff like that. I feel like it's different levels to um, to childbirth. You know, some women might not, might not experience postpartum at all. Some women experience it really, really bad. So it's just something that you just got to learn to cope with, basically. You just got to find the right outlet and support system for it. Yeah. Okay. So with that, like, how is your health? Being that you going through the postpartum, or how are you handling that? Well, since I have um, the muscle disease, um, myasthenia gravis. Can you explain to us what that is? It's a rare. It's rare, mm-hmm. and I kind of don't like. I I have researched it, but I find my mind is everywhere, so I kind of don't really know that much about it. I should know, but it affects. I only know how it affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. Um. When I first went to the hospital and got diagnosed with it, it's because I had um, droopy eyelids and double vision. Couldn't use my fingers and I couldn't swallow or speak. And it wasn't, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad the second time when I was admitted to the hospital because I was in ICU. 
And that's why I found the sound funny right now. Like, I found the sound stuck in my throat. It's because if I talk too much, I use my muscle. Mm-hmm. My like, muscles, like, you know, it kind of like wears me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And what to say? Um, it's kind of complicated. Like, it makes me not want to do anything. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Um, especially like even I can do simple things like wake up in the morning and, like, sh- make the bed or make mm-hmm. breakfast, then, like, give the baby a bath, and I'm tired already. Like, I have to nap mm-hmm. right after that because it makes me really tired. Like, um, so I try to nap every day, like, two hours, one hour, and sometimes I can't, mm-hmm. you know? And that sucks. And when I don't, like, um, rest, it gets really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that's, yeah, because, um, I, like you said, it's rare. I don't. I really haven't heard any cases of um, Mastenia gravis. I heard of people having uh, MS, but not yeah, like but not um, not MG. But um, so basically, the the illness it basically like whatever you do, like as far as like if you wanted to exercise, you probably wouldn't be able to do nothing strenuous because it'd basically tire you out. Yeah, I have to like. My doctor told me to, I can exercise, but I have to, like, limit myself. Like, I can't mm-hmm. do too much. Yeah, so that that could definitely be a challenge. Yeah, especially with the baby, too. With the baby, with a brand new baby. Like, because I know I multitask a lot. Because this time when I'm cooking dinner, washing clothes, checking homework, sweeping and mopping the floor all at the same time. Like, that's something that you wouldn't be able to do. But that that is good that you know, like, right, I'm tired, I need to take a nap and lay down, you know? And you're not, like, really overexerting yourself. Right. So that's crazy. Well, yeah. With um, thanks for sharing that. I guess the question was, how does it, you know, being that you struggling with that in the baby, how does that is? Do you think that's part of your postpartum, maybe? Um, you said um, yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I feel like I've always had like um, I don't know. Well, it's not a take for me. I've always had, like, mental, like, mental issues. And mm-hmm. I feel like being that I, like, had a baby and I'm going through this, like, mm-hmm. new thing with my body, it just makes me feel, like, awful about mm-hmm. everything. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, like, I kind of, like, kind of forgot how you what you were asking. Can you say anything? <laughs> okay. How does that... <laughs> that's fine. How does that make you feel? I mean, do you think part of... Because of your disease um, is the reason why you're struggling with the postpartum? Yeah. Um, I feel like because I can't do things like a normal, mm-hmm. like a healthy mom would do, right. I feel like it kind of, like, sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like... And you feel overwhelmed? Yeah, overwhelmed, yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. overwhelmed. But do you have support? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I'm sure that helps, yeah, to having support. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So what is a morning routine like for you? Like okay. a whole day routine? A whole day routine. I actually have a schedule. Okay. I mean, sometimes we follow it. Sometimes she likes to break rules. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, Babies do that. Yeah. They will break rules. So, 
Usually, um, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a morning person because I don't really would prefer to sleep in, but it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen for me. Mm-hmm. So I wake up pretty early. Like, the latest I wake up is 9. Mm-hmm. But the earliest, like, normally I wake up around 7, 8, mm-hmm. and she wakes up around that time, too. So I pee her, I take my meds, because I have to take them every 8 hours. I take my meds at 7, at 3, and at 11. Um, I take my meds, I eat breakfast, and I'll, like, play with her, or sometimes I don't try to wash her every day, because mm-hmm. it's cold out. Mm-hmm. I'll give her a bath some days, play with her, usually, like, the most important things. And then um, I work in the afternoon, so I try to get a nap in before this. Mm-hmm. But she stays up until, she'll probably go back to sleep around 12, and that's when we both go to school. And then drop her to the babysitter at around, um, and I try to get what I need to get done while she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Drop her off to the babysitter around about 2 or 3 mm-hmm. on the week, weekday. Go to work, come back. Shower. It's, pretty, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Is this not boring? Yeah. It's life. Yeah. Feed her. And I try to play with her. And I try, I'm starting to read to her. Mm-hmm. She that's good. Yeah. Right. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. It all the that I have right now. But I want to do more for you when I, when I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a part of self-love. And I think that'll help with, like, the postpartum and the mental... Yeah. Um, the mental aspect as well because like I understand you're a new mom and it's new you've never done it before but it's just like you always have to remember to put yourself first you have to take care of yourself so you can be healthy so that way you can be able to take care of your baby because I mean at the end of the day I mean yes it's about her but it's about you too yeah. so you come first because you have to be the nurturer and the provider for your child so you just got to, like, take it one day at a time. Just remember to put yourself first, self-love, do things for yourself, make sure you get plenty of rest, plenty plenty of sleep. Like, you know, if you need additional time for yourself. You just need to voice that. You need extra help. You need to voice that so that way people know. And you don't have to do it all by yourself because you do have the support. So if it's days where you're like, man, I just want to sleep all day. I don't want to do anything. Like, hey, can somebody come take her from me while I get a, a day of rest, like, Thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so that way people know, and you can get the rest that you need, because I remember being a young mom, I was a teen mom, and I had twins, and it was kind of rough, like, it wasn't, like, bad, like, I didn't have it bad, because I had a lot of support, but doing it with one baby is hard, like, and I had two, and I was basically, I mean, of course, when I had them, um, I was not working, and I took a break from school, but it was still, like, a routine. I had to get up, like, 4 or 5 in the morning, feed them, change them, like, you know what I'm saying? And then my husband at the time, well, we wasn't married. We was boyfriend and girlfriend, but um, he was working overnight. Mm-hmm. So I literally did that jump sort of by myself. Granted, I live with my mom, too, and, like, it was, it was nice when she would help me. She was like, no, I need to help you. And, like, no, let me figure it out on my own. So I would decline her help sometimes just so I can figure it out. And I remember one day I was asleep. I was knocked the heck out. I did that. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, but um, I was so freaking tired. I was knocked the heck out. And she, I woke up and I could not find my boys. I'm like, where the hell is my babies at? Where my babies at? 
And she was like, yeah, you was in there knocked out. They was in there screaming, crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. I was so tired. I don't even every know. mother goes through that. So that she basically took moments. them from me. And she's like, look, you need to rest. Like, let me just handle it. So I was like, after that day, I was like, I'm never declining help ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to take the help when you got it. Like, speak up. Like, because some people don't know. Some people might think that you don't need the help or that you have it all under control. And it's okay to not have it under control. It's okay to be like, yo, I need help. Like, it's okay to ask. Mm-hmm. That's, I think I spoke about that before. We are talking about, oh, if you don't tell people how they're going to know you need help. You know, you have to ask. You can't just expect them to know, too. You can't be like, oh, okay, they should know I need help. Like, nobody, you know, we're not psychic. Nobody could read your mind but yourself. (laughs) So you can't be like, oh, they're not helping me or feel. I mean, yeah, it's okay. Of course, you're going to feel overwhelmed because it's new, but you have to ask for help. So, like, um, now I'm like in the groove of it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like, like, really easy. It's not really painful for me. Mm -hmm. And because she's older, you know? And she's. She's how old now? Six months. Six months, yeah. So it's, it's a lot easier now. Like she sleeps through the night, she eats food, mm-hmm. like she's practically almost a, like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, she is though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is she? Like how is she? Yeah, you mind sharing a little bit about her for us? What well, do you mean, like her personality or her health? Yeah, her health, personality. Um, her health is is fine. Like miraculously, because mine isn't, and that's one thing I was really afraid of. Because mm-hmm. um, I had been taking medication, um, and they said that it was fine, but and then I, if I needed to take it, I could continue taking it, and I was really scared, so mm-hmm. I stopped. And um, she was fine, like she was normal. She doesn't. She could have gotten my disease. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's called neonatal transient myasthenia or something mm-hmm. yeah she could not but she didn't and she's like yeah and she she does have acid reflux but the doctors told me that that was kind of common though mm-hmm. they said that um, and actually she had it so bad the other night when me and my sister took her to the emergency room because mm-hmm. she was so crying and like it just sounded like she had to spit up. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the nurse actually told me that a lot of kids come from the ER because of that. Really? Uh, she said that it's really common. Yeah. Wow. Because of the acid reflux? Yeah, acid reflux. Mm. But that's the only thing. It was so bad at first. Like, the first time it happened, my heart dropped. I, I can like, imagine. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not. And then I'm telling the doctor, and she's like, they told me that it was a milk allergy at first, and mm-hmm. I was breastfeeding, so she said, you can't eat ice cream, cheese, and I'm like, all right, now. <laughs> so at first, I did try to, to not do it, but then I kind of was like eating nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, I can't do that because I'm not getting it, and she's definitely not. Mm-hmm. So I uh, went to formula. And it was much, it was much easier because um, breastfed babies, well, I felt, well, from my experience, I felt like she um, got hungrier quicker mm-hmm. when I breastfed her. Mm-hmm. But on the formula, she slept longer and, you know, it was kind of, it was better for me. It plus, it hurt, hurt <laughs> a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of mothers could do it. Yeah. Some people start and they quit. Some people, they Two just... Months. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. it for six weeks with the boys. And mind you, my twins were... They weren't like little twins. They mm-hmm. was six pounds and five pounds, 11 ounces. Mm-hmm. So they were like normal size babies. Right. I did it for six weeks. I tried it and I was like, all right, this is it. This is all I can do. Mm-hmm. So I commend mothers who are still breastfeeding to their children from one to three years old, like, I commend y'all, but that's, it's a lot of hard work, because you gotta think about, you still have to, like, eat healthy, drink a lot of water, have a lot of fluids, eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, like, it's, it's a lot, and it's kind of draining, too, Mm -hmm. and then, I remember that time, remember when you had, let me borrow your breast pump, because, like, my boobs got so rock hard, and were huge, (laughs) and I didn't have a breast pump, I had to Bar crystals. It was that one was that one was terrible. <laughs> that was fun. I like that one. I didn't like using my breast. Nah, I would be breast pumping. Oh, you said it's fun to use a breast yeah, pump. Yeah, not breastfeeding. Yeah. it was crazy because I remember I would pump for like an hour and some change, and I would make oh uh, make a few bottles, and they would mm-hmm. drink the milk like it. I mean, because right. I I had two babies, mm-hmm. like I wasn't lactating enough. Right. I was like, there's no way I could do this. So I just stopped. I was like, I just let it dry out and drip out. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I, I felt, I mean, it was one of the best things for me. Like, I loved it. It really, You know, I did it for, with um, Anaya, I did it up until she was close to one, like 11 months. She stopped herself. She just, she wasn't having it no more. And with Isaiah, he's like, after 16 months, he still wanted to do it. So I'm like, you know what? I had to get my mom to help me wean him off. <laughs> Literally, it's <laughs> like leaving him there um, until he stopped. So about like before 18 months, he stopped. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, it's a lot. It, yeah, it's a lot. But I mean, honestly, to me, it was one of the easiest things. Because I don't know if it was because I was lazy or what, but I hate getting up in the middle of the mm-hmm. night and make milk or, you know, get formulas. I just like, hey, look, here's your food. You're good to go. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I mean, it's, it's different. Like you say, it's different for everybody. Not everybody could do it. I've known people who breastfed their kids to, like, they're three years old or four. I mean, but, you know, technically you're supposed, you could breastfeed into eight. Did y'all know that? Mm, that's too much. Yes. But you can, yep. But yeah. So um thank you, Brianna, for sharing with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wanted to ask a question about school. Like, are you planning on going back to school? Oh heck yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, so right now I'm in only tank and I have an associate I'm like in associate of arts. Mm-hmm. Because I'm doing the two years and I want to go to university and kind of like finish it up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to be an English teacher. So yeah. Um, the more and more I think about it and how like teachers pay, I kind of like <laughs> don't. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to find something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the same like maybe in the same like department kind of, but that's something that I do really want to do. But mm-hmm. um. You know, things, like, not put on a hold. Right. Because I'm a baby, so now I can't go to the university that I want to do. It's okay, though. Right. It's not like a baby. Are you nervous 
Are you nervous school? about school? No. No? Okay. That's good. As far as um being a teacher, do you think because of your disease, like with the talking, having to talk to people, like what do you how do you feel about that? I'm actually very comfortable Really? Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um it's actually a surgery that I'm supposed to be getting. Okay. Um never I'm not really I know I'm not really educated on it that much. I actually just um was told about it mm-hmm. when I was in the hospital the other day. Um not the other day, <laughs> on the phone. Um something with the thymus, right? I'm in the thymus. Mm-hmm. And um basically it can um rid you of the disease entirely. Mm. But um it like takes effect a year later. Oh which wow. is kind of like yeah, but I think that um, it's a possibility that can work for me. But I don't know. I'm not, I don't try to think too much on the negative because mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah. You, yeah. I, think, I, mean, I think you could do it. Like, like you say, if you feel tired, you just stop but yeah. with the talking. Because um, if it hurt your voice or if it sounds... You know, if you sound weird, then or not weird, but what's the um word? If you sound, <laughs> if you don't sound right, then you know you'll probably you probably feel overwhelmed and maybe get nervous and with stress. the kids and yeah. stress out. Yeah, I remember one day um, I was out. Um, I was out with my friend. I, I don't even remember who it was, but anyway, mm-hmm. so I was like, funny. If we got into if I got into an argument with a stranger like a room rage, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm like, what the hell is he saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just yeah, that's a hard part about because I love talking. Mm-hmm. I'm very well. Maybe that's my good thing too. But maybe sometimes I don't need to talk so much. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. But I think you can use your voice, and I feel like you should probably like use. Like your illness to like uplift and inspire other people because somebody probably somebody else is probably going through the same thing you're going through and like maybe you can join some support groups like maybe it's something else like maybe it's something else holistic that you can try besides getting a surgery like you know like maybe it's something you could research and look into teas. like you know really but you can I try mean, you could try I mean you research. never know yeah for real. Have you researched? I mean, I've done a little like research and I've uh, researched like things about changing the diet. Mm-hmm. I read something about some man who was in remission for 10 years because he stopped eating cheese and only olive oil and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he's probably like, I don't know, he's a different person. I mean, right. but I mean, if you think about it though, like dairy is one of the main like allergens and like a lot of people are lactose because of dairy so i mean if you cut dairy like i mean it might help like i mean that's a part of like eating clean and eating healthy yeah i do want to eat healthy that's something that i should be like should i should be more like on but food is like makes me happy and something that i really want because i already can't do a lot of stuff because of this disease mm-hmm. right so if I can't just have a burger, that's just how I make me feel terrible. <laughs> like, 
Mm-hmm. I feel you. I mean, like, I don't eat meat. I'm, well, I guess I'm pescatarian. I don't eat seafood here and there, but I'm allergic to shrimp, which sucks. But, um, I feel you, because, like, that's why I was trying to do the whole 30 diet. <laughs> I did it for, like, two weeks. <laughs> because, basically, you're supposed to eat clean. You're not supposed to have, you only do olive oil, coconut oil. You could do ghee. It's like a clarified butter. And you can't have no beans, no rice, no gluten, no dairy, no bread, no sugar. Like, it was basically everything. And I tried to do a cold turkey and try to just cut out everything. And I basically was like, I only ate once a day. I was like, that's not healthy for me to just eat mm-hmm. once a day. So I feel you. Like, I was irritable. I feel like I was going through withdrawals. Like, and I was like, I just can't do this. Like, because it's not healthy and I'm not happy. And to be honest, like, I enjoy eating food too. <laughs> so I feel you. I feel where you're coming from. But I just feel like um, probably just need to focus on, like you said, don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive, focus on what you can do to make your life better, your situation better, like being a mom and stuff like that. Like, you know, like you might have to like dedicate more time at home and preparing your meals more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coming up with, like, healthy options. I just, like, with the baby, like, you know, making her baby food instead of buying shell food. Like, you know, and just having a a relationship, like, a good relationship with the food that you introduce to your body. Because, you know, whatever we consume, mm-hmm. sometimes the things that we consume in our bodies is harmful. Right. It's really harmful. So, I mean, that could be step one. Like, just eating clean and eating better and eating healthy. Like, try to introduce more fruits and vegetables and really try to cut down on dairy. Like, that ice cream we had. Yeah, that is good. That ice cream was really good. It's like it's like Briar's ice cream, non-dairy with almond milk. I've had it before. And I, I do a lot of coconut and almond milk. It's so um, good. Ice cream. I actually like it better. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. that's going to be my go-to. When I want frozen treats, I'm getting it with, like, almond milk or something. Like, I'm going to try to cut dairy. You should I, try the coconut. It's really good, too. Coconut is good, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I like dairy. I like cheese. Like, I'm not a cheese person. Mm. I love cheese. And then I had a, like, I was like, wait, eggs. Is eggs dairy? I didn't know. It's not. Yeah, how is that dairy? It's not dairy. Eggs come from a chicken. Chicken lay those eggs. Like, (laughs) because (laughs) when I was doing the whole 30. You know what? I guess it's not. Look it up. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was looking over with my coworker and she has the whole 30 book and we was going through the book, whatever. And I was like, wait, I was like, damn, so if I can't have dairy, I can't have eggs, I'm like, that's gonna suck. I don't know what they, she's like, wait, no, eggs is a dairy. Wait, she's like, wait, is it? She's like, no, we gotta look this up. <laughs> but no, like, so basically, I think the USDA classifies it as dairy because mm-hmm. if you notice, if you go in the grocery store, it's next to the dairy the section. Dairy oh. But it's not. Yeah, like, they're not I, think dairy it's a, I think it's a form of poultry. So I mean it's not it's not dairy. So um, yeah, I learned that and I I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, but um, okay. yeah, I so love it. it said the definition because I guess the definition of dairy includes food product, food produced from the milk of mammals such as mm-hmm. cow, goat. Basically, it referred to milk and any food products made from milk such as cheese cream butter and yogurt yep so eggs are not dairy products yep crazy you don't know now you do (laughs) right right so So i wonder what category it falls under poultry i would assume it's a form of poultry okay but then would that make me vegetarian though or pescatarian because I'm hmm. eating a form of a chicken. chicken? You get what I I'm wonder. Saying? That's a really I'm... good one. We should really talk about it. maybe 
have people call in and yeah because like i don't know if it's like since i'm pescatarian because i eat some seafood like i'm Mm -hmm. eating an egg from a chicken and that's like a form of poultry i don't know that's a good idea that's that's that. <laughs> that is really that's a good point. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. it is protein. It is. So I think it is it's protein, but I was mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Don't give me the line. I don't know. I don't know. Just, oh wow. I'm not a food guru, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But okay. um we're gonna try to wrap it up. Brianna, thank you so much for having us. I mean for <laughs> joining us for joining, <laughs> joining us <laughs> on the podcast today thank you so much for being so open and um you know allowing us in and sharing your experiences and your challenges with us is there anything that you want to like maybe give any advice to any new moms young moms that may be possibly going through the same thing you're going through like any advice that you want to yes actually so I know that. Oh my God, get so deep. But I'm not gonna get too deep. <laughs> Go like, ahead. We want you to be deep. Okay. So a lot of like, a lot of young girls are just like women. Sometimes, you know. Before you start that, before you yeah. said that, can you tell us how old you are? Because you said a lot I'm of young. 21. Okay. I'm 21. Um. So people can know how old you are. Cause yeah, you... I think I said that in the beginning, but okay. I don't know. But anyway, so a lot of young girls are you know. They are like, um, when every time someone sees my baby, they're like, oh, I have baby fever. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you have baby fever. And you, like, really experience, like, raising a baby. It's not, like, it's not a game. It's not, you know? Um, so I think, another, like, <laughs> how do I say this? Just like. Okay, we'll wait. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, like, I'm trying to like put it together, mm-hmm. but like just take things a day at a time. Right. Um, kids are not like something. It's not something like an accessory. Like mm-hmm. you have kids because you are ready to, and you like you know you can at that time. Like you have to think that. They're not an accessory. Mm-hmm. That's a human being. Right. Like, and it, it doesn't only affect you. Mm-hmm. It affects the people around you. It affects um, the father, you know? Mm-hmm. And things might not work out. Right. Like, they might not work out how you want them to. Mm-hmm. So you should always just be prepared. And just, like, think of it as, like, I mean, life is going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, just always be prepared and, like, your, your, your kid always will need you. And I don't want to get, like, into too much, but into yeah. too much and go too deep. But, yeah, just, um... Just want them to know that it's not easy. Yeah, it's You not can't easy. just expect to, oh, I want to have a baby because... yeah. You know, they look cute and you want to show them off exactly. or you cannot do that. You yeah. have to have a baby when you're ready. I mean, I understand some people are not ready because mm-hmm. there's people I mean, out there. Right. There's people the out there mm-hmm, that want to have baby but can't have baby. And then yeah. they have the ones that do have the baby and like, they can't take care of them because it's hard and they ended up having to give them up and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, having a baby is not 
easy. And being a new mom is very, very hard. It's not something you want to play about. So, yeah, we really, really appreciate you for sharing all that with us, with your health and your baby. So um, with that being said, um, just remember to, like, love life no matter what. Like, she's she's getting through it despite all her challenges. She's doing it and she's trying and she's getting help and support from family members and friends. So, um, yeah, just we're... We thank you for being here. So um, we'll wrap up. And this is one thing I want y'all to take with you. Just take it one day at a time and enjoy the journey of being a mom because it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. All right. So we're going to leave off with a quote. Um, sorry. This quote is from Maya Angelou. It says, we encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated. My quote is from Nelson Mandela, and it says, it always seems impossible until it's done. That is true. Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, just remember to love life after all. Um, and please follow us on social media and love that. Life after hashtag love life after on everything and our email is love dot life after eighteen at gmail dot com. Um, you know, if you guys want to reach Brianna, maybe ask her some questions. Brianna, you want to let them know about yours? You know where they could reach you. Sure. Um, let me do my Instagram. My Instagram is a n n a e e r e number. It's my name backwards and a double D. That's it. And you can <laughs> my Instagram is private, but um, add me and ask for questions, I guess. All right. Thank you for sharing. All right. Thanks, guys. Love like after. See you next time. Baby, you're my coke, 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 coke. Uh, she got me feeling like a dope fiend. Uh, I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen. Baby, you're my coke, coke.